0: This is Jewish Board Talk with Shereef Zephyr only on 101.9 High FM.
1: At its conference in September last year, the Methodist Church of Southern Africa, or MCSA, formally adopted BDS principles against Israel. This featured aspects of what could be regarded as replacement theology. However, not all adherents of the church agree with the stance. Reverend Rowan Rennie, a former minister, has broken away from the MCSA, and he has given his reasons in a YouTube that has since gone viral. He joins me now to tell me more. Reverend Rennie, were you shocked by the adoption of the Methodist Church of BDS um, principles?
0: I was more than shocked. I was horrified. You know, for me as a a Christian, I, I just cannot get my mind around that kind of reasoning. Um, I can understand um, from my experience why I think they went that route, but it is certainly not grounded in theology. It's grounded in politics. Um, and that's my experience and, and, and my understanding of it.
1: Why do you think that resolution was adopted? I remember it was taken shortly after the Anglican Church did the same.
0: That's correct. I think, you know, for me, why I believe it was adopted was because the Methodist Church has very close relationships with the government, and much of the the stances the Methodist Church takes, in my opinion, lines up precisely with with the government. And I think because the Methodist Church, coming back from the days of apartheid, has been a platform for for the government, um, for the then ANC party to speak so clearly to the nation. I think her relationship with the state has left her. Um, Acting out of um, the agenda of the state as opposed to theology, for me it's clear. You know, I've been a supervisor of studies in the Methodist Church in the Northern Free State in the Situ, um region, and I haven't seen replacement theology as an official theology adopted by by the Methodist Church. Not at all, and so that's why in the video it's clear for me that I push very strongly. I'm showing not only not only her stance against Israel. But even her other theological stances of recent times have been all motivated by by politics as opposed um, to good, sound theology.
1: One of the things that kind of for the Jewish community, apart from the BDS, apart from just allowing members to travel to Israel, is to kind of write Judaism out of history and to kind of recreate the idea of what a Jew is. And for us, that was probably the most shocking and dangerous thing about the BDS, the BDS movement in general.
0: For sure. I mean, the BDS movement is um, absolutely, I can't even get my head around how they get to those theological arguments um, because they're so biblically um uh, and, and found that if I if I spend some time and I just look at Isaiah chapter 66 or or Romans chapter 11 from a Christian perspective, there is just no way. Even the things that Jesus has spoken of in Matthew 24 about the end of the world and and the role that Israel plays in God's salvific grace to the world, you you cannot on any level um, come to the conclusion that Israel is no longer part of God's salvific. A purpose uh, in this world it, it's just it's 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 crazy theology in my understanding
1: reverend was it, it must have been a, an extremely difficult decision to break away and I just wonder if you can explain the process and what it's been like
0: yes it's been very very difficult you know we're in a place where um there is so much uncertainty about our future um it's not been a, a, a place where we have um have just taken this decision because it's been easy. We've, we've, we've lost, we've lost everything. If I want to, if I'm, if I'm honest with you. Um, but about two, three years ago, we, we, we began to see the church moving in this direction um, with regard to Israel and with regard to other theologies. And as a church leadership, we began to say, there is no way we can align ourselves um, with the stance. We had planned on breaking away in March um, already this, this year, but um, COVID uh, set us back a little bit, which was actually a good thing because it gave us an online platform, which we had never had before. Um, so we believe God was still in, in that process. Um, but it's just for us, it's irreconcilable. You cannot stand against Israel. To stand against Israel is to, in, in, in my biblical understanding, it is to stand against the face of God. Um, and and you just cannot do that. Um, so our leadership was very strong on it. And our leadership was, was absolutely... Um, they, in fact, they were doing more motivating than what I was. They were saying, let's leave now, let's leave now. And I was saying, um, it's just, let's just wait and do it right and in the right timing because this is a huge decision. Um, our congregation isn't necessarily very large. We're looking at about 70, 80%, uh, 70, 80 people that will be coming with us. And, and that is quite difficult to sustain a community on a small group of people. But the point is our people as, as Christians also, Oh, are in 100% agreement, we cannot go forward. We cannot go forward um, with this kind of thinking. Um, and so, yes, it's been difficult. I have to get out of my house. Um, we've lost our church building. We've had to start all over. Again, I've tried to uh, apply for a, a home loan person personally so that my family can can have a place to stay. But the reality is, you know, we've applied to the bank, but the reality is the bank's not going to just easily loan money to someone who's technically unemployed. But all that aside, it doesn't matter what it costs us. We cannot stand outside of God's word, not for a moment, and not on these issues which are crucial to our faith.
1: You've taken a big stand, and I know that the Methodist Church has publicly come out kind of questioning what you have done. And I also wonder to what extent that you've had support as well. And if they are coming out, it means that you are definitely ruffling feathers, which means you are definitely making them think about what they're doing and having to defend it and possibly lose more people.
0: The Methodist Church, the presiding bishop, has done something which I think is rather unusual, um, written a letter to every single Methodist minister in the connection. There must be a good few hundred of them, I would guess, around about 700. To kind of dismiss us, um, to say in in response to the video that went viral, Reverend Rennie has broken his covenant with the Methodist Church. He's not um, been faithful to his covenant, um, which, which prevents him from leaving and taking members with him. And that's the only response, really. Not even on the issues we've raised. Not even a theological response to um, to the challenge that we put forward to the to the church to say you can't do this. This is this is unbiblical. That has resulted in many of our of our clergy hearing about the stance we're at. And and I've had overwhelming response. Well, and I say overwhelming. I'm talking from the the small percentage of the church that is conservative, um, biblically conservative has. Um, contacted me and said, you know, you, you've been saying what we've been feeding for years. And um, there is a, there is unhappiness. Unfortunately, this is far minority of the Methodist church as a whole. Um, the majority of Methodist people just have been blinded. And that's why it's so important for us to speak out and say to our people, you know, my, my, own, my own experience is that I don't think the average Methodist person who attends church even realizes that the church has done this. Um, and, and this stance, to me, it doesn't even line up with scripture because it is just a blanket condemnation of, of a whole nation without the hope, without saying, you know, let's try and bring peace or something. In my opinion, it's racism on on every single level. And I think the average person needs to find out, the average person that's attending church needs to find out, wow, this is what our church has actually done, and, and, and people's eyes need to be opened. And so that's why we made the video initially so that our own congregation would understand, but it has gone viral because people have started to learn, wow, I didn't even realize that in 2019 the church made such a strong and such a horrific and biblical stance.
1: I can just hear the, the toll that this has taken you personally and professionally and and the bravery and courage that it takes to do what you have just done. And I, I want you to know that while you may feel very much alone, you have the support of the Jewish community in South Africa who are so appreciative of our friends who are prepared to stand up at personal cost to themselves. So please be assured and please take that message to your community that um, you know, I only recently learned about you and and your movement, but we, we are so appreciative of what you do and your support, however far and however hard it is so please do take that message back going forward um Reverend Rennie what are your plans
0: our plans are just to establish our local little community um right now we're busy um finding premises we trying to organize chairs we my mind is just so much around that and my own personal family um I'm so appreciative for this platform to speak because my prayer is that people's eyes would be open This isn't even something that is so organized that we know exactly what our next 10 steps are going to be. It's not, it's blind, just blind faith. If you like, it's pure obedience um, to God. You know, it is a huge privilege. I want to just say to the Jewish people that are listening, it is a huge privilege to stand with a nation that has a covenant with God that is unique. And for me, it's an incredible privilege um, to be able to speak out no matter the cost, because the Jewish people are god 's people, and the covenants he holds with them are 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 eternal and and i don 't believe there's a nation in the world that has suffered so much for their God as what the people of of the uh, the jewish people have and and for me it 's a privilege that we can have just a little voice in this um saying that we we love you um you know I just go back to scripture and I find myself in romans eleven where where Paul speaks about. We are the wild olive branches, the Gentiles. Um, this is from a Christian perspective that have been grafted into a root. And um, we cannot say we're important. Um, Paul says it in the word. He even says, it's not it's not you that, that nourishes the root, but it's the root that nourishes you. Jesus himself said, salvation is of the Jews. You know, to be able to stand with a nation that is God set-aside people is a huge privilege. So, no, we don't have plans. We don't have strategies. All we know is that we cannot stand... In oneness with a, with a system of beliefs that has done the horrific thing that it has done. We will not stand against Israel.
1: Oh, that's a very beautiful note to end on. Thank you very much. I feel quite emotional. So thank you very much for that, Reverend Rennie. And good luck with your, your, whatever your steps are, good luck. And, um, we'll speak in the new year.
0: Thank you and God bless you.
1: Thank you very much. That was Reverend Rennie, who has recently broken away, Methodist Church of Southern Africa.